Aaron Hernandez, from rising star for the New England Patriots to a convicted murderer. What's good, everyone? Welcome to the first and last episode of Diving Deep with Oscar, where we go in depth about the weirdest incidents that happen in our beautiful world. This is your host, Oscar, and in today's episode, we'll be talking about Aaron Hernandez and how CTE may have played a part in his criminal behavior. So who is Aaron Hernandez, and why is he relevant? Aaron Hernandez was an emerging star for the NFL. Throughout his life, he's been known to have off-the-field issues, having run-ins with the law throughout his college career. His career as a tight end with the New England Patriots was promising, but came to an abrupt end after being charged with first-degree murder of Odin Lloyd, a semi-professional football player. While being on trial, he was also accused of the 2012 double homicide of Daniel D. Abreu and Safrio Furtado. He was eventually found guilty of the murder of Lloyd in 2015 and was sentenced for life, but acquitted of the double homicide in 2017. Days after he was found not guilty, he committed suicide in his jail cell. Even though Aaron Hernandez was convicted of murder, there was never a clear motive that we know of to why he shot Odin Lloyd, especially when Lloyd was a friend of his. There were many rumors to the motive of Aaron Hernandez, from drug deals be- between the two to Hernandez trying to conceal his bisexuality. However, there is a popular belief that it was Hernandez his CTE disorder that ultimately caused this. Doctors examined his brain in an autopsy after his death and it was one of the worst CTE cases they have ever seen for someone so young. Could this explain Hernandez's criminal behavior? Before diving into how CTE may have affected Hernandez, What specifically is CTE? CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, is a degenerative brain disease that is caused by repeated hits to the head. Most cases of CTE occur in those who play sports where head injuries are common. Symptoms of CTE include behavioral or mood changes such as aggression, anxiety, depression, and frustration. It also includes difficulty to think or process as the patient will will experience increasing confusion, short-term memory loss, and attention difficulties. Lastly, there are also long-term effects like dysarthria, Parkinsonism, and significant memory issues.
There are also many stigmas surrounding CTE and other brain diseases usually associated with sports fans. Although there are plenty of reports stating that sports like boxing, football, wrestling, and MMA are unsafe and can lead to long-term brain damage, fans of these sports don't want to hear it. They often retorted that victims of such diseases were weak and badly trained and that they had no one to blame but themselves. These perceptions are created by fans with the purpose of silencing the narratives that these sports they love watching are unsafe despite the fact that they are unsafe. Boxers, football players, MMA fighters, etc. are bound to take blows in the head when competing professionally. The environment is too competitive to restrain and hold back. In fact, Muhammad Ali, the world-renowned greatest boxer of all time by many, suffered from Parkinson's, which is a disease that can be caused by traumatic brain injuries or CTE. But because technology wasn't advanced enough in his time, he was never diagnosed with CTE, although he probably could have had the disease. As we can see, it's not the athlete's techniques that can cause their own downfall, but the sports itself. Now that we've got the hang of what CT is, let's begin the discussion of how the disease could have led to Aaron Hernandez's criminal behavior. For this special discussion, I've brought in Dr. Krish Hora from India, who has aspiring dreams to become a neurologist. He has biology 10 under his belt, so there's no doubt he knows what he's talking about. Welcome, Dr. Krish Hora. Thank you. Thank you, Oscar. I'm so honored to be on the show. So I'm sure you know the case of Aaron Hernandez, the NFL star that threw it all away and turned into a convicted murderer and then proceeded to hang himself in his cell. There's speculations everywhere on why he did it. Some say Lloyd knew he was homosexual and he was trying to hide his sexuality. Others say that Lloyd knew that other murders Hernandez committed and killing him was to hide the murders he committed. In spite of those theories, we're not here today to discuss those theories, but we're here to discuss whether or not CTE played a role in his decision to murder. So Dr. Krishora, is there a link between CTE and criminal behavior? Does CTE necessarily cause deviance? This is a very interesting question and I can speak for all neurologists that we can't confidently say that CTE is a cause of violence because there's simply no concrete and scientific proof that CTE causes hostile behavior. Nonetheless, Anne McKee, part of the Department of Neurology in Boston University School of Medicine, made a study that CTE in athletes, made a study about CTE in athletes. In her research, out of 51 confirmed cases of CTE, 90% were athletes, 64.7% experienced personality or behavioral changes, and 45% experienced increased aggression or violence. Of the five football players in her research, four experienced mood swings and poor judgment, while three experienced outbursts of anger or aggression. Another study this time, conducted by Eric Ferguzzo, who is part of the Department of Epidemiology for Harvard, showed that in the overall offender population, 60.25% have experienced traumatic brain injuries. 
There is some evidence to explain why head traumas may lead to devenance. In other, in other report by Alexandra Arison, my good friend, a research psychiatrist, um, she states that one of the most injury-prone areas of the brain is the VMPFC, and that damage to that area can lead to aggression, anxiety, fight or flight responses. It is also believed that the VMPFC is essentially is the essential structure for moral behavior in our brains. Therefore, if it is constantly taking hits, the person's morality can be clouded with weak judgment and increasing belligerence in a person's head. There is no doubt the person could manifest into criminal behavior, especially when there have been clear links between traumatic brain injury and violent criminal charges. So, Dr. Krishora, what's your opinion on the effect CT may have had on Aaron Hernandez? Do you think the contact and brutality of football caused his criminal behavior? This is a tricky question because although he's had one of the worst cases of CTE for someone so young, we must also consider his personality and background. Hernandez may, be, may have been impulsive prior to the neuro injuries. As a child, Hernandez's father, Dennis Hernandez, was extremely abusive. The beatings that his father would give him and his brothers were often for no reason or alcohol-related. It would be a surprise if Hernandez's brothers arrived at school with black eyes and bruises. It wouldn't be, by the way. From J.B. Watson's behavioral theory, he states that aggression, aggressive children have parents who use similar tactics when dealing with others. This can be applied to Hernandez's violent behavior and his father since he has combative tactics to deal with other people. Hernandez's personality in general also raises a flag. In his early draft profile, NFL scouts found that he enjoyed living on the edge of acceptable behavior. It, is, it also didn't help that he received the lowest possible score for social maturity. As a result, it's difficult to say whether it's Hernandez's past experiences and personality that shaped his criminal behavior or his neurological disorder. I'm sure CTE played a role in his behavior, but I cannot confidently say if it played a big role or if it played a small role. Is there anything football players can do to prevent CTE? Because a study from Boston University revealed that out of 202 football players at all levels, 177 were diagnosed with CTE. 111 NFL players were in this study, all but one had CTE. Is there nothing these athletes can do? Wow, those are some impressive statistics you have there. Um, in my opinion, it's inevitable, especially when these athletes play at such a high level. Everyone is extremely quick, everyone is extremely strong, and most importantly, everybody has a strong desire to win. 
at that level light tackles and soft collisions simply don't exist because the competitiveness is so incredibly high as their careers progress these hits that they take will start to rack up and create long term consequences such as cte i feel like the only ways traumatic brain injuries could be prevented in such physical sport is either altering the rules so the sport becomes less physical or better protective gear to decrease the impact of collisions however these solutions are quite unrealistic because less contact will lead to less interest in the sport and better protective gear can affect the performance of these athletes So last question before we end this are there any treatments to this disorder So currently there are no treatments for CTE because research is still new with this disease there is medicine that can be used to cure cognitive cognitive and behavioral symptoms but only temporarily the current approach by doctors is to prevent head injuries Precautions include neck strengthening exercises, wearing proper head protective equipment, following proper concussion protocols and better technique in physical sports. But the truth is, as long as the game of football and other contact sports are continued to be played, CTE will also continue to be around. Wow, I cannot thank you enough, Dr. Krish Hora, for this amazing interview. Is there anything you would like to say? Any last words you'd like to say to the audience? Can I get the utada? What's what's the utada? You know it's the O O T D outfit. Thank you for listening. Um this was directed by Oscar, produced by Oscar, Ren by Oscar. and um, with the assistance of, of Krish Hora thank you